0: Hold on, hold on, wait.
1: Well, no, we're recording, buddy. We're recording. Hey, welcome to episode two of the Penalty Patriots. I'm David, <laughs> and I'm
0: Jacob. <laughs> Sorry, y'all. My my chair's a little squeaky tonight. That's all right. It's okay. It, <laughs> it sounds about that like sounds about like that every night, uh, really, when we sit around. But uh, honestly, coming to you, uh, I'm I'm pretty drunk. <laughs> I'm pretty lit as well. <laughs> We decided to
1: record. We figured this is the best time to record. We're, most, we're the most creative and uh, conversational and, dare I say, intelligent whenever we've had a few drinks. <laughs>
0: dare you say. Yeah. David's actually drinking a concoction. I call it a concoction. It tastes pretty decent. He found it on TikTok, um, the good old ranch water. Let me tell you, TikTok's got... TikTok is
1: a... The internet as a whole is just, I mean, it's just a world of, we live in the age of information. Age of information. Right? Yeah, for sure. And uh, TikTok, man, it's got, that's where I learned, man, I've learned so many things on TikTok. Uh, Ranch water, for example, number one. Um, actually, I, you know, I've, I've started dabbling in some salsa making. <laughs> now I haven't, haven't exactly <laughs> mastered the art of salsa making. No but chance, no chance. Because of TikTok, I've started
0: dabbling. No, no, no. Okay, I'll I'll, I'll speak on the salsa making, being be the impartial party. Um, the, and the
1: soul, well, almost the soul sampler. I have Chloe here too.
0: Yeah. yeah. Um, the first salsa, the first salsa wasn't that great, but like many many a night, me and David were drinking, and uh, we got the we got the snacking, you know? just, just snacking and jacking. <laughs> Just this snacking, and uh, man, I'm telling you what, we came up on a, on a dang good salsa while we were snacking, but yeah.
1: But see, that salsa was hard to that's that's hard to that's a hard salsa to recreate because it started off as in and I'll go ahead and tell you the recipe, I saw it on TikTok, all right. Uh, I believe it was two tomatillos, which are the little green tomatoes, the little ones, not yeah, like yeah, an yeah. a green tomato, a tomatillos, mm-hmm. right? Uh, three Roma tomatoes. Two Serranos and a bunch of cloves of garlic, right? And I was trying to make a fire roasted recipe, so I threw it in my cast iron and tried to get it, you know, nice and blackened, right? Get a nice char on it, and then throw it in the blender. And when I did that, it was trash. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty. And we tasted it and we were like, "Oh my god, this is aye. this is fucking horrible." Hey, then we got to snacking. But then we got to drinking, and, and- then we got to snacking, and then we got to just concoction. I'm talking
0: every. We we <laughs> every, were throwing off every kinds of every stuff in there. every two bites off the chip. I'd have a chip. David have a chip, and we'd be like, "All right, throw it back in the blender, <laughs> Add this, this, and this. <laughs> we gotta add some I, more. We gotta get it cooking." And I'm telling you, we came up with something good. We uh, did. We should have. We should have written
1: down what we were. We should. Well, it at was the same good. time,
0: we would have had to. We would have had to write down the ratio of how much we had eaten. Yeah, To the ratio of yeah. how much we had put in, it would be impossible to recreate what we came up with. But yeah, I mean, but he- heck, when my dad came to visit, mm-hmm. the, I, remember I mean, it was probably two days later, he ate the salsa and he was like, man, that's some dang good salsa. Yeah. And, and I it remember was, but, and you were like, well, you know, there's some work to do on it, but. Uh, yeah, it was sort of a mix
1: between a salsa verde and a salsa, you know, rojo or like yeah. a regular salsa. Yeah. But it was know? cooked. It was cooked. Yeah. Chloe, uh, little Tater Man might need to go outside. He's whining at Jacob's door, which is his bathroom spot. <laughs> <laughs> that son of a bitch. For all you guys yeah, out there, Tater. Maybe so, maybe so, but you never know. So Chloe is my girlfriend. Um, she's You're sweet. Just Two? This
0: is episode two, yeah.
1: Introduction. We didn't we didn't
0: mention I mean I mentioned your name. Wait, hey, we heard you. Hey Chloe, hey Chloe. Hey, we actually me and David did an episode two. Um and we deleted it. We didn't really care for it. We didn't uh we
1: we uh we we're we're sort of into politics. And uh you know, we, we recorded a second episode.
0: Well, like we said on the first podcast, we're in a pod we're into politics, we're into books, we're into philosophy. We're into a lot of things, and a book we're reading right now is uh, "Economics in One Lesson" by Henry Hazlitt. And we did a sober first chapter uh, review, and uh, we we just don't think we sounded that great. So uh,
1: no, we're we're not intellectuals.
0: We're not intellectuals. We're not teachers.
1: We're just two. I mean, like the description on this podcast says, we're two
0: two guys. Two guys conversation.
1: Having conversations almost every night, almost every night, and right.
0: yeah. and the conversations range from a lot of things. Now we do read, we read, I mean on various topics. Yeah, um, and my my actual my uh, New Year's result my New Year's resolution for the year was to read one book a month. One book a month. It was because yeah. last year it was it was to read. Excuse me, I just burped. All right, my, burped. it. fine. Well. Uh, I hear you. My my New Year's resolution last year was to read five books and somehow my I ended up knocking out 10 yeah and I decided hey if I can do 10 I can do 1 a month right and so I've, I've started one a month. Now, I'm a little behind this month because, man, you've done a little bit more drinking this month.
1: <laughs> and yeah. I, don't, I don't blame the drinking. I blame the Call of Duty. Uh, okay. <laughs> That's okay. what it is. Because I go to sleep early, <laughs> yeah. and I hear your ass on fucking Call of Duty every single night
0: till at least midnight. I do play some Call of Duty, folks. Um, but I like to think of Call of Duty as me spending time with some friends yeah, that true. I don't get to hang out with. Um, no, it's
1: true. I think I think online gaming is is actually super important for a lot of folks because I mean not everybody gets to go see their their boys. Their boys all the time,
0: yeah, yeah, for sure. And these aren't my regular boys either. These are, um, I mean, these are grown men. I mean, yeah. these men have real jobs. We have we have a we have a preacher. Have we wives. have we have a director of. Uh, well, the Boys and Girls Club. We have a director of the Boys and Girls Club up in, in Blairsville. I mean, I'm talking. So that's well, some good guys to be like, around. We've got some good guys playing Call of Duty with me every night. Um, and they have, like David said, they have wives, they have children. And I get on here and, and I get to spend time with them. We talk. We ask each other about how our days are going. And so, honestly, I would say a lot of our Call of Duty games, we suck because it's a lot more about how each other's doing than it is about Call of Duty. Yeah, um, and that's what it's all about. That, studies studies even show that when
1: men have time with other men, they are healthy in every single category, mentally and physically. If men spend time with other men every single week, they're more healthy because it's good for us. You need to be around sure. other men.
0: No doubt. Yeah. And I just, I mean, I, I I was thinking about this the other day because I was like, man, when when David gets home, I love the... the attentiveness that he has when I get home and I appreciate it. I don't know what um, you're talking about. No, absolutely you don't, but when I when I when I come home, you are attentive and it's the end of the day for me and I'm sometimes I'm just I'm just tired of shit because I've just had a hell of a day and I don't know what the hell you've been doing. You might have been napping, you might have been working out, you might have been doing homework. I have no clue, but I've been at work, probably homework. Probably probably homework. But I come home and I'm like that gum but but I appreciate the conversations that you have with me. Um, and Jacob, you're going to make me tear up. Dude, don't Stop. even. Don't even but, I mean, at the same time, like, lucky enough for me, most days I get to go to work and my co-worker, uh, Mo, is there. and me, I hear a lot about and, Mo. Mo dude, sounds like, an, like dude, an awesome guy. Mo's an awesome guy. But me and Mo have a lot of in-depth conversations while we're at work. And, I mean, obviously, y'all know how work goes. You get split up. You get off track. You miss, like, like... Obviously, customers come first. You get, you have to go talk to this person. Got to go talk to this person. Got to take a phone call, write an email. I mean, wh- whatever, whatever work takes you to do. Yeah. But mine and Mo's conversations don't ever restart. That every time we get back together, they continue. So it's an ongoing conversation. Yeah. Um, and and we even text know, a lot. So it honestly, it's a blessing to be living back with you because of our conversation, but it's also a blessing to find a job that even though it's not the best, and even though I'm in this freaking waiting period to get on with Cobb County PD, it's a blessing to work with Mo. Yeah. Um, I know how you feel, because every
1: single time I go to drill, I think of it more as seeing my boys than it is being a team leader, you know? Yeah, for sure. Because like every time I go up there, I wanna ignore the fuck out of my guys, and I wanna go see my buddies that I deployed with, yeah. you know that, and like, I think that's what I most look forward to about drill, and that's why I actually sometimes enjoy drill. Yeah, is because I get to see my
0: boys. Yeah, exactly, you know? exactly. And I and I know exactly how you feel because I love the boys. Because like I yeah, and for sure. I love the boys. And the thing is, is like if me and Mo didn't work together, for sure, I'd definitely try and hang out with him outside of work. Yeah. But because of work, work allows me and him to hang out together. And, you know, he's got a wife, he's got a kid. Yeah. You, know? you want to skip work, like, though, and like, just be I want to skip work and just hang out with Mo. <laughs> That's how I feel every it. If like we could go time. to the bar across the street and just say, screw work, for sure. Be there sitting all day, yeah. just, just just pounding yeah, pictures after pictures. That would be the life for sure. That's the life. I mean, for sure. And, and honestly, like you said, health, what did you say? Healthier men? Yeah. Uh, In every aspect. Every, no, for mentally, sure. physically.
1: Tater, quit that. Tater is is, uh, Chloe's dog. He's my girlfriend's dog. I have a dog named Roscoe. He's nine. He just turned nine this month, actually, in February. Not exactly sure what day, uh, because you know how dog birthdays go. But, uh, yeah, I got him for my 15th birthday. He just turned nine this month. Uh, Me and him are fucking boys, dude. He's my best bud. Um, Tater is Chloe's dog, my girlfriend. Me and him him are... uh, our acquaintances. <laughs> Tater is a uh, French Bulldog-Pomeranian mix. Um,
0: i tell you what, if I didn't love David so much, I'd kill that dog. <laughs> he's wild <laughs> as hell. And he... Well, he takes dumps in my room. Uh, uh,
1: yeah, Jacob's room is definitely where he loves to go to the back. He, he's gotten so much better. Since Chloe, Chloe got him at the start of this whole... Uh, uh, coronavirus uh, Fucking uh,
0: Hey fuck Tater We're not talking about Tater
1: You're right yeah Fuck Just Tater Fuck Tater, fuck Tater. Fuck you,
0: go, Tater. Go, go, go see Chloe You fucking dickhead Get the hell out of here I'm telling you yeah. wait, Get out of here <laughs> get, out get out of out here, out of here. <laughs> You're messing up the podcast Tater <laughs> He's so fucking cute though dude Don't lie to me <laughs> you, you know he's he, adorable He's a cute pup Well you call me the night Alright so Valentine's Day David and Chloe They've been in a relationship Congratulations Oh, uh, three, three and a year. half, three and, and a half year. For sure, in September it'll be four. For sure. Oh, Jayco's over here. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> Excuse I, me, I ain't dating anybody. Uh, so oh God, Excuse that comes on. Well, val- Rankin, Valentine's man. Day, I was, I was fresh enough, alone. I was alone for sure on Valentine's Day. I'm so sorry. I even decided, I, I even chose to work on Valentine's Day. I was like, I was like, Mo, go, go get with your, go be with your wife, yeah. Brandy. Brandy, Brandy's my. She's the manager. She had. She she left. Does she have a boyfriend? Yeah, she just started dating a guy, and she's actually skiing with him right now. Whatever. Not talking about that either. But they left. Um, uh, where is she
1: skiing? I'm sorry to interrupt. North Carolina, Boom. okay.
0: Boom. up where okay. up where my yeah, places? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, but no, I decided to work on Valentine's Day because I ain't got nobody. Um, and it's okay for sure. Uh, I've got David. <laughs> <laughs>
1: hey, I mean sometimes we get a little close, you know. No homo, but kiss your boys. Uh good night tonight.
0: But no homo. Kiss your boys. Consider it practice. <laughs> no no homo. no homo. Uh but uh No, I was here for sure, and David was away. I even checked his location. Not because it's weird that I have it, but... Jake was (laughs) like, (laughs) Where's my boy? Uh, No, I checked his location. He was down in Loganville. And so, the next thing you know, like... I get a call, and it's David and Chloe, and they're like, it's Chloe, actually. Chloe calls me. I I made her call you. I was like, I'm not going to ask Jacob. You ask Jacob. (laughs) So Chloe calls me, and she's like, hey, um, would you let Tater out? (laughs) And I I turned my head, and I looked at that son of a bitch while he was laying on the couch. (laughs) Because I had already let him out. I had already walked him. <laughs> he had already did gone he, to the bathroom. How
1: did, he, did he start fucking yelping whenever he got home?
0: Dude, he started yelling. And I went in there before I took a shower, and I was like, you listen here, bub, you're going to shut up, yeah. or me and you are going to have some problems. I got out of the shower. He was still yelping. I walked back in there. I was like, you're going to listen you got to kick I was, like, I was like, you're the worst, dude. I was like, I've about I had it with you, Tater. Yeah. And uh, next thing you know, like I came in, and I sat down, and I was just kind of fiddle-farting around, maybe started reading. But then I was like, you know what? I was like, if David was here with my dog, he would have definitely let her out. And I was like, that ain't okay. And so I went back in there, and I let Tater out. I put him on the leash, and I took him out walking. And uh, Roscoe went out one time. But the second time I asked Roscoe to go out, that he looked at me while he was laying in bed. <laughs> and I was like, you want to go out? Mm-hmm. And he was like, I ain't hopping mm-hmm. out of this bed. No way, <laughs> Yeah, and yeah I was, He lays I was like, in okay. bed, man, and Uh-oh. he will stay there. Well, man, at this point, I think Roscoe's older than I am.
1: I mean, in dog years, he is 63. 63. Nine times seven, 63. Dude is, dude's an old man. He's an old man. Yeah, for sure.
0: Well, I asked Ross go out. He said, uh, no. No, and thanks. I was, I was like, yeah. all right, buddy. You stay right there. Uh, it ain't my problem if you pee in his bed, so. Uh. <laughs> yeah. We'll see, uh, he, uh
1: He's pretty good about, I mean, obviously, you know, he's an old, wise man, so he's good about Obviously, not pissing in the house, you know. No, he definitely. He doesn't. did have the the first day I moved in, he had an accident on my brand new rug that I bought in here.
0: In here? You, you remember that? I don't. I don't remember that at I, all. My very first yeah, night staying. That was in a nice here. rug. Hey, and for everybody who doesn't know, Dalton, where David is from, Dalton, and Chloe's from too. Dalton is the carpet capital. Of the entire world. That's Dalton. Right, son. Dalton, Georgia. And you have Shaw.
1: You have engineer floors, Mohawk. Mohawk, yes. Uh, Mohawk. I mean, just it, if you need carpet, any kind of uh, textile industries in general is, is what Dalton does. So your turf fields, your carpets, uh, everything is what Dalton does. And uh, it was started... Believe it or not, it was started by one woman who invented some kind of uh, tufting, some, I don't even know what she invented exactly, but that kickstarted, that kickstarted the textile industry in Dalton back in like the early 1900s. And uh, from that, and I mean, it is just absolutely blown up, you know, I mean, obviously it's a carpet capital of the world, so that's just, you know, that's what Dalton does. And uh, Bob Shaw started uh, Shaw Industries back in, shit, I don't even know, probably the fucking 1950s or 60s, I'd say. And uh, yeah, everyone everyone that lives in Dalton is tied to the textile industry. That's everyone there, all right? So my dad, for example, has a uh, construction equipment place, and most of his, Equipment is rented out to, especially like his forklifts and stuff, are rented out to construction equipment. I mean, excuse me, uh, textile industries. And all of my relatives um, that live in Dalton work for textile industries. All of my girlfriends, my, my girlfriend's mom actually has been working at Shaw Industries for, what do you say, Chloe? Uh, like 30, 25 years, probably? Hmm. Never mind. Chloe's in the bedroom; she can't hardly hear me. Her mom's been working at Shaw Industries since she got out of college. She's in her fifties now. She's been there forever. My uh, my mom's dad,
0: thirty over thirty. Okay, Chloe's
1: mom has worked there for thirty years. My my mom's dad worked at Shaw Industries for like forty years. Um, so that's Shaw Industries is huge. So
0: I'm making another uh, drink. No,
1: you're good. You're good, man. It's. Quite understandable, excuse me. Um, actually, uh, I forgot what I was even gonna say.
0: Working there for over 30 years,
1: yeah, yeah. My mom worked for uh Shaw Industries for a while. My mom, a uh, uh, Bob Shaw senior, actually has done business with Warren Buffett.
0: Hey, pretty big now, deal, That's pretty, that yeah. is a big deal,
1: yeah. It's, I mean, it's it's huge. Holy smokes. It's ridiculous. You
0: know who just of me? Who was that? Old oh, Ashton. Ashton? Ashton Lowry. Oh. Oh, yeah. Old Ashton.
1: She's a nice gal, Jacob. She said, hey, God dang. Y'all she, have she, to say, hey, back. Hey. Jacob, I liked Ashton. She was a nice gal.
0: She was a nice gal, wasn't she? I'll what tell you? you what. I'll, t- I'll tell you what. I'll snap. I'll Snapchat Ashton back. Uh, after we get done with this I, no, yeah for sure yeah, I'm not put gonna, your phone away, uh, your phone away. you shouldn't be yeah. snapchatting I, 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 I'm playing. telling you it just popped up on the phone I had to check it I'm telling you but I oh, hear that oh Ashton Ashton's I'm telling you she was a sweet girl she really was
1: she's very sweet um, her mom quite the bitch <laughs> 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 she taught at the elementary school I went to back in the day
0: I remember that conversation coming up but uh wow I'm surprised she snapchatting me. I'm gonna have to snapchat her back
1: you're gonna have to she's
0: a nice gal no doubt what yeah. she do
1: again? Uh, she's a nurse. Well, she? I think Chloe. Yeah. Did uh, Ashton graduate nursing school already? Okay, she's good bad is. to graduate. Hearing... I don't know if you can even hear her on the she's show. She's about to graduate. She's bad to graduate, and she's gonna be a nurse. And nurses make pretty good money, Jacob. <laughs> nurses make good money.
0: No, I hear you. There's Their job sucks are... and it's super it, stressful, it is, but it is.
1: they do they do get paid pretty fairly. Um, do they get paid enough maybe not you know for what nurses have to deal with but uh they get paid well are you snapchatting ashton right now yeah i'm
0: going Ah! (laughs) 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 she's definitely gonna know we're recording that's for sure oh man yeah i think we told her about the podcast when we were up in yeah uh, i think we did pognog we're we're not
1: gonna tell y'all what pognog is it's a secret Pogonag. nug. That's where I met Ashton, actually. We we need part of our personal lives we need to keep a secret.
0: No, for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Well we have yet to say either one of our last names.
1: Yes, but uh on our last podcast I did say some people's last and first names that I shouldn't probably have. It's to okay.
0: Say. You know how many million people there are? You know how many Jacobs there are? There's approximately like forty something yeah, because true. one of them one of them with my exact name started a group message on Instagram with all of us. Really? Did I tell you about that? No, you never. Told oh, dude, me. it was back this summer, and he started pod or he started a uh, 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 Instagram message <laughs> with all of the Jacob, my last name, exact name, y'all, and uh, we're all sitting there just kind of chatting, you know. Yeah. And it's like, hey, what's up? There you know? can only be one. <laughs> <laughs> Straight up, I would have killed all the other ones. Yeah, for sure. It was like, how many, You got to protect that bloodline, son. Forty-three of them. I would have, I would have smoked it all. Forty-two of them. Oh my gosh, dude! I'd have helped you. Oh, no doubt. If no that doubt. was the, if that was the goal, I would have been there. You. For, well, actually, I mean, now that you've talked about bloodline, I am, uh, I'm telling you, my family is is pretty proud of it. Obviously, it's it it hadn't made its way to me. Maybe I'll have. A pattern or a kilt or something else made in uh, my name, but uh, my family is one of the truest, s- truest, truest. Yeah, that's it. Scot- right. Scottish bloodlines, purest, purest. Yeah, there yeah. you go. That's that have come. That is that has come down from Scotland, and not when I say all the people that have mixed in, but I'm talking about the male. And the last name, Mm -hmm. which can be easily looked through, Mm -hmm. and it is gone without fail. Because a lot of people, a lot of males fail to have a... A son. A son, yeah. And so it kind of skips. My bloodline doesn't skip. My bloodline leads back to the dwarf castle. And if I'm not mistaken, my name is written in the dwarf castle on the continuing bloodline from... My ancestors.
1: Well, I don't exactly know where I come from.
0: No doubt, you um, slept with some Indians.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, if you're from the southeastern United States, you've got some Cherokee in you. In you, not. I almost no said doubt we- Cherokee Indian. <laughs> you know, I almost <laughs> fucked that up because I'm hey, drunk. We,
0: we've all got some. Cherokee. But
1: if you're from the southeastern United States, you've, you're bound to have some sort of Cherokee blood in you. And uh, my grandma, my dad's mom, is uh, super into that. She's super into the whole bloodline. She's gotten her ancestry done, everything else. We're mostly German, English, you know, just European. Um, and uh, uh, shit, I forgot. I was but my, my grandmother, she's, you know, obviously, I just said she's super into that. She is part of, the, uh, she's part of the Confederate Daughters of the United States. She's part of the Union Daughters of the United States. She's part of the Revolutionary Daughters of the United States. So she has, she has proved that she is blood relatives to one of the veterans in the Revolutionary Wars um, and the Union and Confederate side of the Civil War. So we've been around, you know, maybe not my last name,
0: I mean, talk about it a but
1: mix, bloodline, so. yeah, bloodline-wise, um, whether it be I haven't male wanted or female, to do, I haven't wanted all to do the my way back to the Revolutionary War.
0: Um, I mean, call it crazy, I, w- I would want to do it, but uh, the fact that I have to send in my DNA. Yeah,
1: no fucking thanks. <laughs> no fucking thank you, you know? The,
0: the fact that I have to send it
1: in and you get to have my DNA, and that shit is on permanent I, file with the U.S. government forever? No, no chance. No fucking thank no you. No chance. Because,
0: you know? yo, me and David are not the biggest fans of the U.S. government.
1: No, and it's it's sort of contradictory because I am in the U.S. military. Um, and they have everything on me. They have my thumbprint. <laughs> they have all five fingers on both hands. They have my blood, my spit. Um, they have my piss. Couldn't tell you how many turns. Been telling you how many urinalysis I've taken, uh, <laughs> hell, they probably got an anal swab for all I, know. I don't,
0: I'm not sure. They got one. while you <laughs> were <might> sleeping, have, <laughs> they probably got one while I was sleeping. All right, so we finally got it on that David Rocco. Oh uh, my god,
1: maybe I gave it voluntarily, <laughs> who knows? Okay,
0: <laughs> <laughs> maybe I did, maybe I didn't, you know. <laughs> I'm going to go grab a drink Mm -hmm. real quick. I'll be right back. No doubt there's a couple of y'all overseas that would have enjoyed it.
1: For sure. Absolutely.
0: All right. While David's getting y'all a drink, I'll go ahead and give y'all a synopsis of what was going on in the podcast me and him did the other day. So again, me and him were sent some books from the Mises Institute to read because we do read, like we said in the last podcast, God bless you, don't fart so loud. Um, <laughs> but uh, Henry Hazlitt, Henry Hazlitt is one of the most notable econom- economic economic journalists. Jacob, the world. we're gonna
1: have to we're gonna have to cover your pronunciations of these big words. Okay, so whenever it's,
0: w- it's not pronunciations, it's pronunciations. Okay.
1: Okay. Maybe we should hit both of us. (laughs) Maybe we should hit both (laughs) of us. Okay, so when we say, uh, when we say economists, instead we're going to say economics. Economists. 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 Yeah. I think that's the pronunciation I've heard the most. Economists. Okay. All right, when we're talking about economics, we're going to say economics. Not economics. Economics.
0: Economists. Economists. All right, right. that's for another time. Let me get back to it. All right. Sorry, friend. Quick synopsis. While David has gets his beer ready yeah Henry Hazlitt wrote the book the economics in one lesson and obviously one it's lesson. one lesson he makes it simple simple as it can be David would say layman's terms but basically he talks about the good economics being able to see past the um, first initial, reactions initial, initial reaction have. yeah for sure for sure yeah um, and that's exactly it so obviously something happens on uh, Economist. Economist. E- economist, thank you. They they propose these so-called, maybe a bill, these proposals. They go before, and they're only to answer the reaction, but they fail to look at the secondary action. Right. That secondary action is what they miss. The secondary action either punishes, most of the time punishes, all of the other groups that make up a society and then the society suffers because only one group was benefited and basically that's what the first chapter was about so the podcast that me and David deleted you don't even have to like you don't even have to worry that the fact that we deleted it we just went on and on and on about yeah. how the viewpoint of a bad, econ- bad economist economist the bad economist and the good e- economist the yeah. bad e- economist can't see past the uh, near future and the good economist can see all of the effects of something that is proposed boom done Henry Hazlitt great guy he's done a lot of work and he wrote the economics in one lesson back in 1946 yeah that's when it was published 1946 so and it's with the Mises Institute if you want it you can go buy it if you pay for shipping actually it's
1: free it's free it's free either way but if you pay for shipping they ship it immediately If you don't pay for shipping, there's no telling when you'll get it. And that's exactly what happened with us. I I applied for a free copy. It's sort of like an application sort of thing. Like you you apply and you say why you want it and what you're gonna do with your knowledge basically of uh, once you read it, you know, what you're gonna do with your copy that you're applying for. Or you can pay for shipping. And it's pretty much no questions asked, and they just immediately send it to they you. Just send it sound. Yeah. All right, so but well. Henry Hazlitt's main, uh, main purpose is that it's not. Economics is not something that can be planned or predicted.
0: Yeah, it changes it, and, for sure. You know, for because sure. it's
1: it's it's people and people. You can't predict what people do. And because it's a soft, it's what you one would call a soft science, and it's yeah, same with psychology, right. sociology, so, everything yeah, for else. sure, exactly. You don't know well, what people my, that's are. That's my degree. Do. Yeah, exactly. You're and criminal t- justice. You have no
0: clue. Yeah, yeah
1: and it's sure. not. It's you know, you can't. It's not a uh, mathematical, you know,
0: uh, function that yeah, you can sure. just because believe it or not, a, you know. most criminals are good guys, and that, that that's that's the that's the basis of a criminal justice degree because who's committing crimes? Good guys. They make one mistake, they get in trouble, and yeah. now they're a criminal. Yeah, because that, you can you can't predict human action. You can't. You can't. And I mean you know? and we could even come up with scenarios, we could ballpark them off each other, but like and you can predict f- oh, and everything absolutely. else, you but can then at the end of the day it's not certain. For sure and and when when you think about and this goes out to everybody listening when you think about all the guys that we have in in jail when you think about all the guys we have in prison and when you think about all the guys we have in probation hell I was in pro I was on probation when me and you lived together back in Gainesville um when you when you think about all of that every single one of those is now no doubt there's some of them that are are career criminals and they're going to be assholes and they're going to do whatever they can to break the law but most of them are good guys who make a mistake one time mm-hmm. and they are they are they're they're screwed they're screwed and that and that's that's the basis of criminal justice is you don't know what anybody's going to do you don't know what anybody's going to do and that's where it comes into the fact that you have to look at the crime. You have to look at what happens. You have to look at what plays into it. And you got to think about how it's committed. And when you think about all that, that's when you think about who perpetrated the crime. And that, that goes back into profiling. And obviously, profiling is a whole different conversation that we could lead into. But I mean, that's 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 a, a an array of podcasts by itself. No, for sure. Know. But the, I'm just saying the basis of crime is anyone can commit one yeah
1: and it's you know the same principle applies to economics is that you know you you can't you don't
0: know what anybody does you yeah, can't you because can't every
1: person has their own priorities and values you know and so everyone has different goals and aspirations yeah so and you can't predict that's not something you can predict
0: for sure you know what i mean and I, I can honestly say I got a little bit of, I got, li, I got a little bit worried when we were moving into this pandemic, and I say pandemic lightly, but this, <laughs> you know, I, I say it really lightly because this pandemic is, all right, whatever, uh, we we won't even break into that either. That's yeah. a whole other, that's a whole other conversation for me and David to have, for you guys to hear. But my worry was when we say. A jump a skip and a hop we were a one jump one skip and one hop away from people people doing whatever they can to provide for themselves yeah um, because you you had this government overreach and I call it overreach because it go, it's gone too far yeah when no, they no. when they've shut states down and when they've shut I mean sometimes it was local I mean you've had every you'd have, I you mean, had every, every governor, level every level yeah. of government has shut shut down a state I mean I remember when I was um, I was the manager of Sackett selling boots and yeah. we didn't shut down until the the government of Delanaga said you had to shut said down. we were non essential and that was like
1: that makes me so fucking mad yeah, Exactly. because who's this every single person is essential for sure. You know? Absolutely. Fuck you for saying <laughs> that Jacob isn't essential. I mean. Fuck you. Jacob has bills he's got to fucking pay. He may not have a family, but God damn it, he's got
0: himself. I, yeah, and I guess what, motherfucker? He has to take care of himself. And, and the thing is, so like, fuck like, you if you're I, saying he's If I had to take on more, I'd take on more. Like, Absolutely, like, for sure. Like, if you if if you threw a kid in the equation, or hell, if you threw five families in need in the equation, I'd be right there. I'd be right there, yeah. trying, doing my best to provide for them. Like, and there's right, some so, fucking, at, and you know, you might you're by
1: yourself, and you're falling under the non-essential fucking. Protocol or whatever, but guess what, motherfucker? There's goddamn people with three kids
0: that have fallen
1: onto the and I lost my job. I lost
0: my job. I lost my store. I lost. um, There's people with three
1: kids that have fallen under the non-essential, and I say that in you can't see me, but I'm doing a little close with my fingers. Non-essential fucking people. Because
0: again, who am who? And and I said this on the last podcast because I said. Who are these people to tell us anything? Because all these people have done is won a popularity contest in their area, in their region. And guess what?
1: None of them guys lost a fucking paycheck either.
0: No, and they're making
1: way more, way all more money than I'm making. the people that decided who was essential oh, and who wasn't,
0: dude, they didn't lose a paycheck. They didn't paycheck. lose a paycheck at all.
1: Not a goddamn single one. No of them.
0: doubt they didn't.
1: Even if you were in like a governmental position and you were, you know, not even laid off, but just said, hey, don't come to work, you were still fucking paid. Private yeah. sector. Uh, not a chance. No. Because Make guess another. what? In the private sector, you got to work or you don't get paid. You know? So, this I, goes. Out, god hey, damn it. I, dude, I get so mad about this. Drink
0: some beer, dude. Drink some beer. Yeah, you're right. To mm-hmm. all the people out there, I'm drinking Hendrix Gin right now. It's my favorite gin. It's distilled, bottled in Scotland um and they they put out some good stuff I'm literally mixing it over some lime and ice with some club soda uh, not because I'm watching my weight just because I enjoyed <laughs> the delicious. drink um David
1: I've had some ranch waters tonight uh, I buy the cheap uh tequila monta Monte alban I'm not pronouncing that right I'm pretty sure it's supposed to be a Spanish pronunciation but. It. But uh, drink some tequila, lime juice, uh, dude, Topo, I can, Topo I can, Chico. I can
0: hear that fizzing. Yeah. Taste that drink, dude. I can hear it fizzing through the mic. Oh, it's fresh. And it is just... It's
1: refreshing, no doubt. Talk about crisp. It's crisp, no doubt. Yeah, if y'all don't know what ranch water is, man, saw it on TikTok. I think we covered this earlier, actually, in the podcast. All right, so... About a, about a half shot of uh, lime juice, uh, full shot of tequila, or plus. <laughs> <laughs> I'm <laughs> on the plus feeling. side. I'm on the plus side as well. <laughs> and uh, and then fill the rest of your glass with ice and Topo Chico. Add some uh, blue carousel or triple sec if you're feeling a little spicy. Um, but uh, I didn't want to take the time to make another one of those, so I just grabbed a dosekis from the fridge because... Uh, you know, Dos Equis is probably the best beer that's ever existed.
0: And like we covered in the intro, Dos Equis is our go-to. It's,
1: it's going to be a frequent, like I said in the first episode, it's going to be a it's frequent be a guest f- on frequent this podcast. Frequent
0: guest, unless I can find Soul, because Soul is by far. I love Soul, um, but the way beer goes,
1: man, is if the uh, sort of like milk, you know. You've got to have the. <laughs> I you, don't know. Milk. you got to have the opaque, uh, container because if you have a clear container, then uh, sunlight. sunlight sunlight gets ruins. into it and yeah. it ruins it. So like a lot of time, you'll buy a twelve pack of soul and you'll I mean, get it it's, nice it's, and cold in the fridge, and you'll taste it and be like this shit's this already is, skunked. Like what the hell? I bought this
0: today. This is not. Yeah. But if sure. you
1: have the uh, the green or the brown bottles, and it blocks all that sunlight, it actually preserves, the. Uh, the beer and and well. for and Dos Equis I mean, has green bottles. The, as
0: it goes, bottled beer is the less fresh. Even though they charge you more for it in a restaurant or in a store,
1: yeah,
0: it literally goes draft, can, bottle. It goes, and that's that is not a that's not something to be contended. That's not debated. something to be debated. Right. It is it's draft true. beer. Yeah, it's true. Bottle
1: so draft for, can bottle yeah, 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 yeah can for <laughs> sure you're up, drunk, straight dude. Up. I'm pretty drunk
0: draft can bottle yeah. so do not do not ever say anything out of that order because it is draft in a keg in a cooler on a tap in a restaurant in a bar wherever you can find it on the beach side I don't care where draft can Bottle, Now
1: bottle feels fancier,
0: no doubt. Bottle and, feels uh, fan- If you if
1: you get it out of a can,
0: there's more I mean, way me, to a bottle.
1: There's if you get it out of a bottle, um, in like a brown or a green bottle, like I have right now, it's pretty damn good. Clear bottles are the worst, because they get skunked. And you know, I'm not a scientist. Like I say, all this stuff about hey, it's sun, sun,
0: sunlight and air. That is, I'm not. I mean, a, I'm pretty sure that I'm true. not a scientist, but. I mean, while I was in college, I definitely did get my major in beer. Yeah, like (laughs) I drinking a lot of beer. Well, I didn't know I got my major in criminal justice. My (laughs) minor, my minor was beer while I was in college. Yeah, no doubt. No (laughs) doubt. So I'm telling you right now, as a friend, as as a podcaster, as just as a habitual beer drinker, if if you consume it, (laughs) listen to me: draft, can, bottle. If you have to get it tattooed down your arm so you can remember in the worst of situations, draft can bottle.
1: Yeah. Now I love I love drinking out of bottles. I'm actually drinking Dos out of a bottle right now. Like bottles are fantastic. But uh, can, you know, it's when it comes to cervezas, which are you know, obviously the imported Mexican beers, it's not always dependable, right? So, like, Medelo, your Medellos, your, I don't know if Landshark is imported or not. I have no clue if Landshark. I think Landshark is American company. Don't quote me on that, because I'm a moron. But uh, your Medellos, your Coronas, your Souls, the ones out of the clear bottle, sometimes you get them, and sometimes they're fucking skunked. But, uh, you know, you can, uh, you can always depend on a on a bottled Dos Equis. I've never had a skunked Dos Equis, um, and your, your canned Modelo's and uh, can't say I've ever drinking a uh, canned Corona or a canned Sol. I don't even know if those are a thing, uh, but they're always. Uh, I've I've had a canned Modelo actually, so that's that's true. I've had a canned Modelo and I've never had a skunked canned Modelo, but I've had a skunked. Bottled Modelo, and that's for certain. I've had a lot of them. I drink them anyways because uh, they still uh, get me pretty drunk, and that's really what it's all about, you know?
0: Alright, well, Well, let me weigh in real quick. Okay, So, for everybody that's listening, me and and old David shoot to give you the rawest footage, raw, rawest footage you can get. So yes, we drink on the podcast. We've continued to drink on the podcast, and so bathroom breaks are a thing. Yeah. I just went to the bathroom, so I couldn't weigh in, but I can still hear David speaking. Canned souls are a thing, and whether you've never rem- seen them, whether you remember them or not, we had them in Gainesville the first time me and you lived together. I, I hate that I don't remember,
1: but the, I don't remember. I only have, ever we remember had them, did, did, The
0: night we bottles. had them, we set up the portable grill out on the deck. And me okay. and you cooked those hamburgers out there on the portable grill with the propane tank. Were they deer hamburgers? No, they weren't. They were the frozen hamburgers from Sam's. The bubbas. The no, no, from Sam's. Bubba's? Whatever's from Sam's. My 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 dad actually came up and visited me and you, and he bought them for us. Do you remember? I might have, I might have already it was, right, that it was then. no 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 it was right around Father's Day, which was in is in March, and. Dude, I can't Dude, you were there. I remember the night drinking because Andrew had Autumn. Andrew was our other roommate. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm telling you, we we <laughs> we had a good time in Gainesville. <laughs> yeah, all right, so <laughs> to everybody listening, me and David can have a whole podcast about what the hell went on in Gainesville. It was Gainesville, a shit show. Georgia. We were a mess. We were a mess. But we were, we were pieces were... of shit. I turned twenty years old down in Gainesville. Yeah, and you were you turned twenty one down in Gainesville. Yeah, I did. And Andrew turned twenty one down in Gainesville. Yeah. He, well, I think m- Andrew turned. 22 no, he turned, down Gainesville. he turned he turned he turned twenty one right before we left. Yeah, but dude, I'm telling you, Gainesville was a lot of fun. Gainesville was
1: a lot of fun. It was so much fun.
0: Andrew, if you're listening to this podcast, dude. Gainesville was a lot of fun. I'm not telling you to break up with Adam.
1: <laughs> but man we know you had a lot of fun we know you had a lot and of fun
0: i don't know why you settled while we were down there i don't know what you're thinking
1: but uh when we look at some of the some of the fun you had in gainesville we understand why you settled
0: because <laughs> ashton just snapped right at me back yeah, <laughs> yeah take a video <laughs> of me right now dude <laughs> just for by listen ashton literally just said omg the podcast is this real life? And she is blown away. She's probably going to tune in to the Panhoti Patriot herself. But by all means, yes, Ashton. It it's, is real, it's real life. life. <laughs> Me and David are here. In the, we are talking. In um, the great
1: words of Shane Hazel in the Radical Podcast, we love you <laughs> and we need you. He says that, I think, beginning and ending of every podcast. And me and Jacob both love Shane Hazel.
0: We do appreciate a good Shane Hazel. Yeah, I love Shane Hazel. Hey, and if you if you don't listen to Shane Hazel, feel uh, free choke yourself. Yeah, number one. No, no, yeah, for sure. Yeah, choke hard. Uh, choke yourself, <laughs> and then
1: tune in to the Radical Podcast. Tune in to the Radical Podcast. Right, I'm actually gonna go take a piss now. So it's my turn <laughs> to take a
0: piss for sure. Um, Shane Hazel, let me get back to it while David's and walking Shane away. Hazel is <laughs> yeah. No, for sure. Shane Hazel knows we love him. But Shane Hazel's done a good job of going through the Federalist Papers. If you don't own a copy of the Federalist Papers, you might want to order them. Amazon, maybe 12 to $17. I don't remember when I ordered mine. But they basically just... I mean, honestly, no... No... Side of anything, I hate when we break it into sides because we break it down into just bickering heads that talk back and forth until the end of time and nobody completes anything. There are no sides. And let me get that straight with you right now. Me and you, me and David, me and anybody who's listening, me and Mo, while we're at work, even though we don't agree, even though me and David don't agree, we are all Americans. We're all Americans. We are all citizens of the United States. My buddy Febreze just got his citizenship. His name is Febreze? No, no, no. I'm just... Okay. That's what I call him. That's his nickname. But Febreze just got his citizenship. And he came here from Peru. Febreze just got his citizenship. And it's been 10, 12 years. Way too long. Way too long. It's been ridiculous. But me, me and Febreze we we're, were brothers long before this government got to say me and him were brothers and that's that's the joke of it all this government does not stand what's best for you it doesn't it doesn't support what's best for me it doesn't support what's best for anybody who listens to this podcast and if you can understand that if you can get that through your head you'll be better off knowing that we are better for each other me and david are better for each other me and for breeze are better for each other and me and anybody else who wants to have a personal relationship with anybody are better for each other than this this freaking federal government is better for us no
1: the uh The federal government uh, lives for itself. And you can read that in the uh, 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 Anatomy of a State by Murray Rothbard. It's not about us, it's about them.
0: No doubt. And that's what I'm saying. Listen to Shane Hazel. Listen to his radical podcast. Listen to him talk through the Federalist Papers. And read. Anatomy of the State for sure no no doubt read Anatomy of the State I haven't read Anatomy of the State yet but I'm going to read Anatomy of the State no doubt there's there's no doubt in anyone's mind I'm clearing that up right now I'm going to read Radical of the State but I read the Federalist Papers and those guys when Shane Hazel's going through their papers when they're writing you're talking about the Anti-Federalist Papers the Federalist Papers it's it's not called Anti-Federalist it's just the Federalist Papers when they're going through it these guys are saying the same thing 240-something years ago that that I'm saying right now. They're saying the same thing 238 years ago that I'm saying right now. They're saying the same thing 243 years ago that I'm saying right now. And I'm talking to you because it hasn't changed at all. No, it hasn't. It hasn't changed at all. We are here and we're, we are supporting the best interest of each other. And if you don't believe that, The Federalist Papers were written by several authors. Look them up. Feel free to look them up. I'm not even going to name them. But you had one guy down in Georgia standing up for black Americans who were fighting in the Revolutionary War, and black Americans didn't even even end up. I mean, yeah, sure, they won their freedom in 1865, Mm -hmm. but they didn't even get their freedom until the Civil Rights Movement. I mean, we can talk about Hell, that. When were they even but, allowed to vote? For sure, but he—I mean—but he's talking about this back in the Revolutionary War. Yeah. So don't even—if you have something to say about the Federalist Papers, you're wrong, because you need to read the Federalist Papers, you need to listen to what's going on, and you need to—you need to realize these authors who literally had to write these things under w- fake names under fake names to yeah. literally protect themselves because they're writing against the status quo and me and david have not changed the way we stand for them we have i mean we are here talking to you the same way they talked for them and our government is not for you
1: no the the left and right wing are both attached to the same fucking bird <laughs> you know <laughs> no like, doubt. like it's it's as simple as that no doubt take the bird down it's it's the same fucking bird it's just a left wing and, and a so right, right, right wing. Wing. No. fuck i fucked that right wing left wing and a right wing same goddamn bird. And you know who's not included in that bird? The average fucking Joe. The American people aren't included in that bird. It's 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 the politicians and the fucking... Uh, God dang, what word am I looking for right now, Jacob?
0: Elitist?
1: The elitist. That's exactly what I was looking for. It's the elitist. The, and that's that's all they care about is themselves. They don't care about you. Not a single one of them cares about you. And if you think they care about you, uh, you're dead wrong. You're dead wrong. There's no doubt about it. Has anyone... does? Has any... is any politician ever done anything for the common
0: person? I, on the state level, we won't get into that. Because I support Matt Gertler. And that's just... Well, Matt Geller's not in office. No, for sure. He's not, yeah. but he was. But at the end of the day, they missed a lot on the podcast that me and you deleted. But for sure, we've been talking for 51 minutes about politics. Me and you can go into politics after this for sure. On, in we depth. must have been
1: bullshitting this podcast, which I'm, I'm a fan of. I prefer bullshitting over, po- over politics. I hope
0: they appreciate our conversation. I think they will. Because I'm talking to you. Yeah. And we always have fantastic conversations (laughs) I completely agree even though I'm about to pour me another one but uh, it's been over 50 minutes I do not want to go over an hour I dang straight don't yeah I'm for sure but look thank you for tuning in to the Penn Patriot
1: I'm Jacob I'm David In in the words of the great Shane Hazel who by the way we do not worship because we do not worship politicians we love you and we need you We love you and we need you. We appreciate you. Thanks, guys. See you later.